Yo, yo, welcome to another episode of the show, Chase Jarvis Live Show here on Creative Live. It's a Monday micro show. In today's show, we're thinking about two questions in particular, two questions that I've taken from you, the audience, as a part of the Daily Creative, my show on YouTube, where I take your questions and make videos about them. Uh, we're leveraging that over to the audio here, but two questions, two concepts, rather, that we cannot get enough of. One, imposter syndrome. If you do not know what imposter syndrome is, that is reason alone to listen to the show. But assuming you do know, then there are some insights here. I was just speaking to a friend of mine who coaches me in a, a different area of my life rather than uh, you know, professional. This is a, a sports, a physical coach. Uh, he is a superstar in his discipline and he's a professional, right? And he was asking me about imposter syndrome. This is real, folks. And what I find is interesting about imposter syndrome is that it mostly never goes away because anytime you hit a new level in your life or career arc or hit new milestones, new heights, this imposter syndrome has a tendency to poke its head out again. So we might as well get extra good at managing it. So again, if you don't know what but imposter syndrome is definitely going to get some value here. And if you do, you will get even more value because it's some specific tactics for managing it. Uh, I also mentioned a great blog post in there that I want to drive your attention to. And then second, uh, take a question from someone who has an opportunity. It's a business opportunity that's presented before them and they do not have the full understanding of how to leverage it into the most value, right? This particular question are is around tactics for breaking into the music industry. But regardless of what industry you uh, are oriented towards as a creator or an entrepreneur, the logic here is extensible into any industry as I truly believe that the music industry is one of the most difficult industries in the world to break into. So if these concepts that I uh, share back with this particular question asker, I know they will be valuable in nearly any industry. So without going too deep into the show, the, regardless of the opportunities that are presented to us, right? I believe that most folks, as I you know, do deep dives with individual creators and entrepreneurs and their businesses and having you know, mentored lots of people across the internet, millions maybe, uh, and, and these are popular questions that we see at Creative Live, I find that most people have not thought about their problems or their opportunities enough. And specifically, we haven't trained ourselves to think adjacent to the problem, to think orthogonally. Now, you know, for example, this is what I think I should do because I see Timmy doing it and I see um, Fred doing it and I see um, Kelly doing it. But what if I did the opposite? What are some questions that we can ask ourselves if what is the conventional wisdom say I do? But ironically, the people that we recognize in pop culture have done things the most unconventionally. What are things that we should you know, what are our universal solutions to problems and what are very particular and different and nuanced solutions to problems? Or again, from the basis of this question, opportunities in business and life. 
Now, I'm reminded before I let you go into the episode here of saying that my friend and mentor, Richard Branson, said to me, opportunities are like buses. There's always another one coming. But what what is often not qualified in that story that I just shared is we then talked a lot about how to make the most of many opportunities. And that is the wisdom that I share in this micro show today. So again, two questions, imposter syndrome and how to make the most of a great business opportunity. Enjoy the show. I'm going to get out of your way and hopefully this adds some value to your life. Let me know in the inner interwebs, internets out there, if this is working for you. Of course, you can always text me 206-309-5177. Until then, can't wait to hear what you have to think. Enjoy the show. All right. If there was one thing we all had way back in that weird world that was 2020, it was time alone. Maybe you called it isolation. Maybe you called it introspection. Anyway, you think about it, there was more time to think and reflect, but also to imagine and to envision what the future might look like. So now in 2021, what will this year be? Will you take a step towards that passion, toward what you know deep down inside you're meant to be doing? Isn't it time to put action behind those beliefs, those thoughts, those dreams that you've had? I think it is, and there are lots of ways to do that. Listening to podcasts like this is one, but I want to here invite you to sign up for Creative Live. Now, Creative Live is where the world's top creators, entrepreneurs, Pulitzer Prize winners, New York Times bestsellers, and the best of the best go to teach what they've learned over the course of a lifetime. Creative Live has classes in photography and video, art, design, music, audio, and all kinds of business classes. Anything that has to do with making a living and a life in any of those disciplines, Creative Live has created a class just for you from the ground up, taught by one of those groundbreaking leaders in the space. This is what I believe is the best creative and entrepreneurial library of learning content on the planet, more than 20,000 hours. And this is where millions of people go to learn. So I want to invite you to make the best of the rest of 2021. Make it your best year yet. And I want you to go check out creativelive.com slash creator pass. That's where you can sign up for the Creative Live subscription that'll unlock thousands of hours, thousands of classes, and most importantly, give you the fuel, the rocket fuel that you need to take off. There's all kinds of payment options there. You can either pay annually or pay monthly, whatever works best for you. So I'd invite you to go check it out and take advantage of creativelive.com. Hey, Chase. It's super cool that you're doing this. This is Jessica Harwin, and Hi, I'm Six Days Design 6, D-A-Z-E, Days Design uh, on Instagram and pretty much everywhere else. My question, uh, how did you – or I guess you don't probably anymore, but how did you in the beginning deal with this kind of imposter syndrome feeling? Uh, um, what makes me good at this or qualified to say I'm an artist or, you know, that kind of thing? How did you deal with that? I'm sure you did. I think probably a lot of us do. Anyways, looking forward to a reply. Thanks again for everything you do. Cheers. Awesome. I love this question. Thank you very much for asking it. I don't know a single 
I have had this. I don't know a single one of my friends that hasn't dealt with this in some way, shape, or form. Um, and even today, the most success, many of the most successful people that I know dip in and out of this. And if you don't know, I guess first thing is first um, to define what imposter syndrome is. Imposter syndrome is it's the the idea that you have you've done a lot of the work, but you somehow don't deserve to be where you are. Or Finn, do you did you had a you were saying something? Yeah, you've earned, you've actually earned yourself the right to be there, but for some reason you don't feel like you've earned it. You've tricked the system or you're, oh my God, how did I just end up here? And so first and foremost, like, look at me. You're worth it. You're good enough right now to do anything you want to do in your life. I mean, you might not be able to play professional basketball, for example, but you are good enough to start the journey towards becoming a professional. You don't need any permission from anyone, okay? You're good enough today. Start whatever you want to do and whatever you want to be or become in life, start it today. It's the most important thing. It comes from here. Now, I also believe deeply that, oh, there's a great blog post. I'm going to pull this up in just a second. But you have to, you have to own the title. You have to decide... Like, no one's going to give you some title. You have to take the title. I am a photographer. I am a designer. I am an entrepreneur. And it's best backed up by the actions and the activities in the life that, that lead that. But you have to claim it. Actually, I'm going to, what's that, that blog post? This is going to be worth it. Hang on one second here. So, um, all right. Um, this is worth it. This is worth me typing. Okay, it's called, it's on the, uh, this blog, Creative Life blog, own your title, why it's time to call yourself an artist. It's been shared 4,400 times. First of all, I want you to go check that out, okay? Own your title, why it's time to call yourself an artist. Um, so again, you only you can give yourself your title. You have to take it and own it, okay? Um, second of all, you're gonna, this is, this something is, it's not, it doesn't just like, one day it just goes away and you never have it again. It comes and goes as your career grows and ebbs and flows. It will come back and it will come back to haunt you. Um, so creating a narrative in your mind that um, will help you turn that off. And that is, I'm good enough. I'm doing the best that I can. Um, I, you can't actually get somewhere. There are so many checks and balances, not to mention this is just how literally the universe works. You can't actually get somewhere you weren't supposed to be. Just think about that for a second. Next time someone cuts you off in traffic, they were actually supposed to be there because that's what happened in the universe. So if you're standing on stage about to go out and give your TED talk or about to, to receive a prize for $100,000, you were supposed to be there. The universe has conspired to put you there. Now, the better that you can align with the things that you want to be and start to use that as, as to your advantage and visualize, I talk a lot about that, it's gonna be better for you. But I want you to know that imposter syndrome, it comes and goes, and the best thing you can do is to create some strategies about understanding that your self-worth is not the number of people that like your Facebook post or that buy your prints or that hire you to record their next album. That isn't a measure of your self-worth. It is a reflection of how you're doing in business, but there's a difference between those two things. I have a, th a thing. Oops. <laughs> I have a thing, and I think this is worth it. So. You've heard the saying, fake it till you make it. Here's what I want you to do. Uh, it, it's. 
it's yeah, smart ass, but it's, I've asked you to chime in when I screw up, so thanks, Finn, I appreciate it. You've heard this saying, I hate this saying, I think this is the better one. Make it till you make it. If you're in doubt, keep making. That's the best way to work through this. Keep making and sharing. Push through these challenges by doing the thing that you were put on this earth to do, which is to make stuff, assuming that you've decided that you want to do the work to become the thing and, and live the living and the life that you want to live. So. That's a fantastic question. Thank you for asking it. Long answer, but uh, it's an important one. There's some resources there. Make it till you make it, and we got to get on the next question. Thank you. Uh, hey, Jace. Chase. My name is uh, Eric Lovato. Welcome to the show, Eric. My question to you is, as a, uh, I'm a, currently a music photographer here in my town, uh, shooting kind of alternative, the punk scene. And I recently kind of struck a deal with um, one of the bigger venues here in town to uh, kind of give me all access to all of their shows. Okay. Um, but it's more of a, a trade situation. Mm. So now that I kind of have access to kind of bigger bands, uh, my question to you is how do I start transitioning that into kind of making money and making a profit for myself now that I have this kind of incredible opportunity? Uh, and go forward from here. All right, all right. I, I, I got it. So, here's the reality: there's not a lot of money in music photography, but do not let that let, do not let my little preamble there dissuade you from doing this or doing your thing. I just want you to know that in the overlapping circles of the things that you love, the things that you're good at, and the things that make money to make a business, you should think about all those things. That you're you're already deficient at one of them. I think you can kick ass at these two and I do believe there are, Danny Clinch, there are a handful of people who have made amazing livings as music photographers and if you want it bad enough, you can have it. You understand this? This is absolutely critical for you to understand. If you want it bad enough, you can take it. Okay. So, but you have to take it, you have to claim it, you have to do all the work. I'm not gonna go into whether you can or you can't. I'm gonna prescribe what I think is your, your course of action. Take the, take the club up on their offer for all access. Shoot the shit out of it. Make, put your own signature style. What are you gonna do that's different, not just better than all of the other music photographers? How are you going to get to know the bands and the managers of the bands and the labels? What can you do? This is the other 50%. A, you have to be badass at your craft. There's no question about it. And that's the better, not different, make amazing pictures. The other part is what's the other 50%? You're nodding. Remember that video? It was a good video called The Other 50%. If you are wondering, that's a great video. I want you to go look it up. The other 50% is promotion. It is figuring out the angles that other people aren't figuring out. Um, can you sell them prints? Can you connect with their manager and the manager connect with the label and the label connect you with someone who actually has money for you to shoot the album cover for their next album? How can you be likable, easy to work with? How can you differentiate yourself on a, on the, a personal level? Because that has a huge, it's a huge part of music photography is actually being a part of the scene. So are you in the scene? And if so, that's, that's a, a great start, but that's not going to get you there. So, um, I think you're also going to be forced to find um, to find ways that are not down the middle of the road. The, the industry has changed a lot. There are so many people willing to work for so little in that industry in particular 
that if you want to make a great living, I would also spend some time think about, thinking about how to leverage that into other aspects of music photography. Can you work for Rolling Stone? Can you work for, uh, you know, Drummer Magazine? I don't know. What, give me some more music. Drummer. Drummers World, Modern Drummers. Modern drummers. He wants to work for Alternative Press. You want to work for Alternative Press Magazine. So be a staff photographer because you got unfair access. Make an amazing portfolio. Shop the shit out of that portfolio. Try and have some commercial clients. If you have this amazing portfolio, maybe you can get represented by a, a kick-ass New York agent. And in the process, they are showing your stuff to Samsung, who is then trying to hire someone to create an advertising picture of a big music venue scene with some rock star, like Radiohead is on stage or something. So you're gonna have to think like think very commercially as you orient around the music scene um, in order to make enough money to, to live and to thrive. Now, I, I cautioned you that that's very hard to do, but if you wanna do it, God damn it, I believe you can. All right, thanks for listening. Hey, before you go, I want you to know that I never, not for a millisecond, take it for granted that you have decided to spend some of your time and attention here on the show with yours truly, guest or no guest. It's just an outright privilege. I don't take it for granted for a second. I want to say thank you. In line with that, this is a community, and I would love if you've been moved or inspired or whatever to share this with anyone that is in your universe uh, feel free to shout questions or and just even a shout out to, to yours truly or the guest means the world. I want to say thanks and have a good one.